Welcome to Wrestle Raiders. My name is Frank Petrelli, and this is a show where we deep dive into the crates of wrestling history and also put our minds towards the wonders of wrestling tomorrow. Um, I guess this is the inaugural episode. Um, I used to do a podcast called Tight Talk on Turnbuckles with some co-host friends of mine. Um, we also did an MCU podcast, and... I really just miss podcasting and there's so much going on in the world of pro wrestling that I felt like I really just needed to dive back in, even if it was just myself. Um, just to give you a little bit of background about me, I am a lifelong fan. I'm 31 years old. I've been watching since I was four. So that should give you some type of timetable on things that I've experienced and like the type of wrestlers that I like and the people that I think are awesome. Um, I gotta be real, man. As far as like the way that wrestling is going nowadays and the things that we are seeing happen from the rise of main event Jay Uso to um, CM Punk returning to WWE, which we're going to get to here in a couple of minutes, um, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins being on fire, WWE right now has way, way, way a lot of great baby faces right now. And it's just insane such a great shape of a company i gotta be real man like i'm way too excited for what is to come for this next upcoming year here we are at the tail end of 2023 and we got uh exciting ple's coming like deadline this saturday nxt has been firing on all cylinders i love everything that they're doing down there nathan frazier dom mysterio uh wesley even though he just went down with a back injury hope to see him again soon they're saying an eight to twelve month timetable so hopefully we can get him in John Cena mode and get him back sooner than later. But um, there's just so much exciting things going on on the WWE side of things. I don't mean to slight anybody or not mention anybody. Uh, we'll dive a little bit deeper into things as the show goes on here. But I just wanted to touch on a few things that like have made me happy recently on the WWE side of things that I've seen. Uh, also, Cody Rhodes coming back into the fold a couple of years ago and really just being amazing as far as again a babyface goes man like he just exudes that leader world champion uh, pedigree and i just cannot wait to see exactly what he does when he faces roman fingers crossed at wrestlemania 40 uh here in philadelphia well not here in philadelphia because i'm in pennsylvania but not that far away from philadelphia uh i plan on being there when they face each other um but I do want to focus in on the return of one CM Punk, Philip Brooks, was let go by AEW last year, brought back again, and just didn't seem to work out. Um, I don't want to say let go, but pretty much was let go. Like, he was suspended, but nobody really knew if he was coming back. Nobody knew what the future of... Phil and AEW, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, all of that. Nobody knew what was going to come out of all of that. Um, it was a pretty traumatic scene. And when he came back to AEW, I was optimistic. You know, um, he's been my favorite wrestler my pretty much my entire life. Watched his whole run through the Indies, um, TNA, Ring of Honor. I've kind of always been behind him. So I was really excited to see him come back. And I was hoping that we could stay drama free. Fast forward to Wembley. We get him and Jack Perry throwing fisticuffs in the backstage area. Wasn't really a huge fan of it whatsoever. But I understand sometimes as a man, things happen. You got to throw a little bit of hands. I just really wish that everything that he did wasn't under a super microscope 
of scrutiny like he's the first person to ever do these things because I've read, I'm sure you've read, heard if you listen to Busted Open, uh, shout out Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray, Mickey James and all of them. Um, this happens, man, like more times than you don't hear. Like it, it, it's so much more prevalent in the business than we know. And it's so weird that everything that this guy did or was involved in was blown up so huge. Like it wasn't a part, like it's not a part of the culture. Not saying that he's right, Jack Perry's right, or any of that stuff is right or being managed correctly by anybody, but it's just not uncommon. And for some reason, we sit around and we pretend like CM Punk is the first person to get in a backstage brawl. CM Punk is the first person to try to be a locker room leader, even though he's not being accepted into that role. CM Punk is the first person to say exactly what he means to somebody's face or to tell somebody, if you have a problem with me, let's go and then actually follow up on the words. I don't know. But like I said, I was really happy to see him come back. Wembley happens. He gets fired with cause. So it put us at a a really weird pasture with punk to where the future seemed uncertain you know he was doing like the the cage side commentary stuff and he was hinting at going a couple of different places it was reported that he could go to impact he had been there been backstage the future was so uncertain but it also seemed bright because i would have loved to see him go to impact and have a couple of matches i don't know how long an actual tenure would look like what an actual tenure would look like with him there because of the roster being so limited in my opinion um, as far as like CM Punk matchups, sure, they have tons of people, but like, who are the fans clamoring to see there? And if I'm wrong, please leave comments and let me know. I mean, there's Josh Alexander, there's, uh, Chris Bay, Ace Austin, uh, Bully Ray and him would also be well. Um, I would love to see him and Moose, but like, that's literally like maybe a year of a program. So I said just a couple of matches, like I could not see him signing a three to five year deal with TNA, regardless of the money that they could pay and having it pay off for the fans. So when he started teasing about going to WWE, he, uh, he was next to a sportscaster at one of his cage side commentaries and the guy had the WWE logos, like the logo, excuse me, sticking out of his pocket he he like put thoughts into my mind like wow could we actually see philip brooks cm punk return to the place that scorned him so bad almost 10 years ago and really get a chance to rewrite the story you know like it was very hopeful for a punk fan it was very hopeful honestly for pro wrestling fans period because man like he just has so much to offer still he still has a place here he still has a uh a point of being in this world of pro wrestling and I don't know man like when we got to Survivor Series and it was the end of War Games which was a phenomenal event by the way I do not want to undersell War Games it was an awesome phenomenal event I love the main event everybody hit on all cylinders I can't say anything bad about it it was great but going to when his music hits and that static starts, I I lost it. Like I, I definitely lost it. I was with my girlfriend actually at the time and I just lost it. I completely lost it. It was definitely an experience that I've experienced a couple of times before, not just surrounded around him, but it definitely made me feel like I'm enjoying this the way that they're meaning for it to be enjoyed, which is why it was kept a secret, which is why it was held so close to the chest, because they knew that the 
core fans or fans period would have this moment for years to come. I don't think they knew that this was going to be the highest rated segment as far as social media goes for them ever. You know, like it was definitely insane. And I don't know if that is just because of punk or also factoring into the shenanigans that followed with Seth Rollins flipping him off, throwing expletives and all that good stuff. Not really sure. But it just was a great feeling. And then going into that Monday, because that was a Saturday, going into that Monday, my my heart's anticipation on what we were going to get out of a CM Punk run, the wonderment on will he be different? Is this a better version of Punk? Is he really changed? Has he really changed? Does he want to really be changed? There were so many questions that at times even could seem negative, but the wonderment in my heart and mind turned it into positives, optimisms. And now here we are about two weeks into his WWE return. We look like we might be getting him and Seth Rollins. Um, I'm hoping that they prolong that for WrestleMania 40 as well, maybe to main event night one. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I just see so many things on the horizon. I would love to see, uh, CM Punk versus Damien's. Uh, I would love to see him versus Don Mysterio, Finn Balor, really anybody and everybody that they have on this roster. And he's in phenomenal shape, it looks like. I said when I watched the Wembley match that I thought he looked really good. He looks better here. Um, it's going to be probably a while before we see him in ring, if they're smart. There's no reason for this guy to be wrestling on a day-to-day -day basis. There's no reason for him to wrestle on Raw, SmackDown, any of that right now, not at least before his first match back, which has to be foundational, you know? And I just don't want to see him wasted. I don't want to see this opportunity not be the pinnacle of what it could and should be. I think that it's going to be very lucrative for them as well. Like I said, he had the highest rated social media segment ever for WWE, ever. Um, bunches of views, shares, uh, really just disrupting the algorithm, you know? And I just cannot wait to see what this yields. I can't wait to play as CM Punk in WWE 2K24 versus Cody Rhodes and or Triple H and or Sting and or whatever created characters I download. I can't wait to uh, see him wrestle in Philadelphia at WrestleMania. I'm just so excited that he actually came back. As far as his return promo on that following Monday, a lot of people complained and said that it was anticlimactic. I'm going to be honest. When I first watched it, because I watched in anticipation the entire episode, right then and there, raw feelings, I didn't get what was going on. I expected an unrealistic version of him because I was so maybe acquainted with the AEW version of him who just kind of went out there and did what he wanted to do it seemed it seemed this was a bit more and not in a bad way but contrived it was a bit more controlled it was a bit more focused it was a bit more <sighs> ambiguous but at the same time to the point at the end like we we really got to what he was trying to say and I where I believe we might be going for the foreseeable future I'm not here to make friends I'm here to make money you know, 
And that could be alluding to people in the back. He said that it was like a family reunion in the back when I got here. Everybody came up hugging me. Well, almost everybody, you know, so that could be referring to uh, Seth Rollins, perhaps Drew McIntyre, because things were reported that he stormed off of um, the Survivor Series PLE. I guess due to CM Punk problems, but I don't believe that whatsoever, because why? Uh, his promo on Raw kind of alluded to people leaving and coming back and they could do whatever they want. But I mean, I honestly thought he was talking about himself more on that later um i think that his return promo being cm punk was what it needed to be at the time it needed to be it going forward here i think they're going to try to limit pipe bombs i hate that term they're going to try to limit these pipe bombs they're going to try to limit his visibility to where it needs to be there is no need to see cm punk backstage walking to the ring there's no need to see cm punk in backstage vignettes with people like the new day or tozawa which they're doing great by the way i do not want to downplay alpha academy or the new day i love those segments they're the most entertaining for me on the show but i just don't feel like phil needs to be involved in any of that stuff going forward i feel like he needs to be used very sparingly more than brock lesnar back in 2015 but less than what he was used in AEW. Uh, that's just my thoughts on it, man. Like, I cannot wait until we really get further into this uh, Seth Rollins program. Because honestly, I've been waiting for this for a while. Since he did backstage and he was... Uh, he debuted for backstage and then the next day Seth Rollins was tweeting fight me don't talk about me, fight me. And then the next week on backstage he comes back and he like responds to Seth Rollins and says, get off Twitter. You're embarrassing yourself. I, I loved it. Honestly, I thought they were trying to build to an angle then. And then come to find out that he actually was trying to go back to WWE at that point in ring. And it was being said, no, we could have got this then. Um, I think there was one more incident right after that. I think it was like maybe the week after or two weeks after Seth Rollins actually appears on backstage and CM Punk isn't there and he calls him a coward and how coincidental he's not here. This could have been a dope program years ago. Do I necessarily think it needs a title attached to it? Absolutely not. Does it help the title that is attached to it if it is attached to it? Absolutely. And I mean, that World Heavyweight Championship has been doing really well around Seth's waist. I think he's had nothing but knockdown, drag out bangers for it. Um, but it's been a while and he's had it for a while and it would be nice to see it on the shoulders of somebody else. Now, does that have to be Phil? Absolutely not. I said, their feud doesn't even necessarily need it. I could see him and Phil having their match and then him getting cashed in on you know, and having the title stole from him. That way we can just get a dusty finish to him and Phil, have a reason to run it back and get the title onto somebody else's shoulders. Now, mind you, I'm just spitballing here. I'm just throwing stuff out. Don't mind me. But I think that Punk versus Rollins at WrestleMania 40 or at Elimination Chamber or at the Rumble, which I doubt, but or at any of these uh, PLEs would be amazing. And I definitely have full confidence in Triple H and the WWE and Nick Khan and all those good boys over there that they are going to set this program up to be the most enjoyable product it could possibly be. My optimism level is through the roof right now, guys. I got to be honest with you. I love what WWE is doing. 
on all cylinders. NXT, SmackDown, uh, um, I'm loving Raw. Jimmy Uso is like my favorite part of SmackDown. We're going to get into that on uh, the second episode of Russell Raiders. I want to talk some Bloodline stuff. I want to get into LA Knight. I want to get into the return of John Cena these past couple of months. What it could mean for WrestleMania. That's my plan, you know? So, I will see you guys on episode two. This has just been a small mini episode introductory where I wanted to touch a little bit on CM Punk and the current state of WWE and, you know, just give you a little bit of my thought process on the way that I think about things and the way that I like to do things. Uh, I plan on doing a couple of episodes a week, to be honest with you. The way that we used to do tight talk on turnbuckles and our mcu podcast was a little bit different um it was a little you know just convoluted at times and the editing process was really really grueling and took a toll on a lot of us and the more chefs you have in a kitchen the more things can go wrong so at this point it's just me on the ship i'm going to be steering going forward and I appreciate you guys, and I hope you rock out with me. We're going to have merch coming around February, if I can like really get this done the way that I want to get this done. So, uh, yeah, rock out with us. Once again, my name is Frank Petrelli. This right here and now is Wrestle Raiders, the podcast where we de- deep dive into the crates of wrestling history and also put our minds towards the wonders of wrestling tomorrow. Check us out. Later. Hey. Hey, you. Yes, you, the guy with the AirPods in his ear, staring at his phone, trying to figure out what podcast you want to listen to on your way home from work. Come closer. I got a suggestion for you. Go on any of your podcasting affiliates like Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, or any of those, even YouTube, and check out Wrestle Raiders. It's one of the best pro wrestling podcasts out right now that cover wrestling history. We dig in all of the crates. I'm talking going all the way back to the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Plus, we apply our mind to wrestling wonders of tomorrow. We're talking Raw, SmackDown, NXT, at times, NWA, Impact Wrestling, and any other places that the fans are clamoring to hear about. And you got one of the best co-hosts of all time, me. Guess who the main host is? Me. Both of them, me, Frank Petrelli, and I'll guide you through anything and everything you need to and want to know about this pro wrestling landscape that is ever so changing. Check us out once again on all podcasting affiliates to get all of your pro wrestling news and needs. Wrestle Raiders. Catch you later.